Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and welcome to the middle of somewhere. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, you know all that stuff, because I don't never know when you're listening. I know we're recording uh, at our time. That's what we do. And across from me, helping doing most of the work, is what I should say, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hello, and that's why the show is medium more often than not. <laughs> A short alt count. Now, here's the deal. Yeah. We weren't here last week. We were not here last We've week. We've promised some uh, announcements this week. We'll save them for the end of the show. End of the show. You got to stick around. That's called, in the business, it's called, uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called. but It's called a teaser. There we go. You nailed it. Should we not do, should we not do this week either? Holy <laughs> shit. Somebody stick me in a canoe and float me out into the ocean forever. Can we Viking funeral you though? Can we shoot flaming arrows at you as you wave goodbye? I think that'd be, I think to be a live Viking funeral would be a giant bummer, but maybe. I mean, it would be great for the person that hit the, the bale of hay or whatever you're lying on. It would be, it would be a good way to end the show. You told me you have something on your feet. I can't see it because the video, you're just neck up. <laughs> I alluded to this pre-show. Yes, you uh, did. Which is why you brought it up because mm -hmm. we, we know how to run a show. Um, I'm wearing a gift on my feet and I'm actually quite psyched. Well, here's, you've known me long enough. Uh, I am a giant complainy bitch. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what my family has started to do and those who love me have started to do is rather than walk through the complaints with me, they like to just buy me a thing that makes me stop complaining, which I think is a pretty good method. Now, they, now they like to, they like to pacify you. Is that Which what that's is, called? Well, yeah, it's what they do to babies. Oh, fun. I am Pacify. a big baby. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. Thank you. So let me give you an example. Because of my back bullshit, sometimes it's hard for me to grab stuff off shelves or off the ground. And instead of fixing that problem, I just complained about it for three and a half years. Sure. So finally, my wife bought me one of those. No way. If yes. you are talking about the little squeezy trigger thing that picks stuff up at the bottom of it, <laughs> fuck yeah. you, you old ass bitch. You're yeah. such a trick asshole. And I haven't used that phrase since the sixth grade. Yep. I, she bought me and you hit it on the head. I think it's only for old women who are like this soup is too high and my grandkids don't visit me like that's the whole purpose <laughs> and she bought it for me and i did not use it for that uh what i because you know we live with my brother greg mm -hmm. what i've used it for is consistently and aggressively surprise grabbing his dick and tits like <laughs> just Anytime I know he's coming around a corner and I can just womp, just, just snap right onto a nipple. Whoever invented that thing, I know that the, it might be for picking shit up, but it is one of the best sexually harass your brother tools ever invented by mankind. <laughs> I've actually started calling it, uh, I, I started calling it penis jaws because <laughs> whenever he was asleep, I would just walk up and go, Dan it. Dana, and then just snap the tip of his dick. Uh, he did throw it away. I don't have it anymore. Sure, so, that makes sense. R.I.P. Penis Jaws. Um, and he was able to set, he started getting really mad about it. I can't imagine why, but okay. But he was able to set that anger aside and he bought me a gift as well due to my complaints because 
despite the fact that we live in a large house, only there's, you know how some houses, like there's heat control on every level. Sure. This house has heat control on one level. And ah. so if Greg, who works overnights, is up sleeping upstairs during the daytime, it gets very hot. So he cranks the air way down and I am, I, I could live in 88 degree weather every single day. I hate the cold. It could be 78 degrees in my house. I am a little warm boy. That's what I need, right? And I think you're an old lady. And I really do. <laughs> because you so have the little penis jaws pinchy thing. And you're the kind of person on a, an airplane that goes, can we, can it be a little warmer? And then everyone has to take off almost all their clothes. And you're just piling shit on like, there, that's... That's nice. People are sweating and filming it for the internet. And you're like, that's better. Okay. I, I think all we need for the trifecta is just to get me with this gift I'm about to tell you about is, you know, those things that help you put your shoes on, like those shoe elderly shoehorns. Yeah. If I could yeah. get like, like an elongated one. So it's kind of got the length of penis jaws, but it helps put my shoes on. I think that would be a big win for me. Like shoehorn on a stick. Yeah, shoe. <laughs> That's actually one of Jeff Dunham's puppets. Shoehorn on a stick. Hey, everybody. I help people put their shoes on and say racist things so the guy with his hand up my ass doesn't have to. Yeah, hey, it wasn't me. It was the shoehorn on a stick. <laughs> so, and I'm going to spare the audience right now. Because I'm, I know a story that I'm telling later in the show about an experience I had last week is going to have probably a lot of voices in it. So I need everybody <laughs> to understand that I am just letting go of shoehorn on a stick as a character and continuing with this story. Hey, everybody, I'm Shy Amundsen, and I'm letting go of shoehorn on a stick. It's for you guys. It's not for me. I want to do it so much, but sometimes I can't because I want to do it for you guys later. <laughs> I, I don't, I can, my self-esteem can only take so much. All right, I'm so, backing off. So, no, back up. Back forward. Is that a thing? Can you back forward? Can you back forward? I don't know. Can, can you back can. forward? So back to the temperature issue here. When he turns the heat down upstairs mm -hmm. during the daytime, right where we're recording here, it gets so fucking cold in the basement, which is absurd because it's like 85 degrees outside. And I, my feet and hands are like ice. Mm, they are extremities. so... Yeah. Yeah. My, extre my extremities are <laughs> so cold. <laughs> And I bitched about it a lot. And so from CVS, he bought me these slippers that they have like <laughs> pellets in them and you can put the slippers in the oh, microwave yeah. and then you put those on your feet and you wear those. And they're amazing. I mean, we're talking two hours of foot warmth. I'm, I'm going to be in these a lot. The name is so funny. They're called warmies. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like they're like they're warm, but wa have you you said they are? Have you seen warmies before? I got some for my grandma, and she refused to wear them because she's not a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they so warmies sounds like all I could think of is it sounds like if you get a hand job while somebody's wearing like a snowmobile glove. <laughs> 
How was the ski trip, Cy? Well, we didn't ski much, but I got three and a half warmies, so it was pretty good. <laughs> or you just like drive through Taco Bell and she holds on to the chalupa for one minute and then goes at it. <laughs> just, just, she just jerks you off into a cup of hot chocolate. <laughs> There's a lot of gross things that a warmie could be. So I'm, I got my warmies on. I'm, I'm in a lot better mood than I am a lot of times when we start this podcast. And I'm just, I'm just happy to be here with you. I'm having a nice time. Well, I'm happy to be here as well. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, I'm not. Yeah. And I think people know that about me. Yeah. We can generally hear it in the way your voice talks. I had somebody, and this isn't really a chat in public, but I did have somebody tell me uh, that they had to go to the loo Cheers. That's a guy. I got to go to the loo. Cheers. That's what someone. So I, I got to go to the loo, comma, cheers. Correct. Did you follow him into the parking lot and kick the shit out of him? Well, no, because they were in the loo. Was he wearing warmies? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just like, you fucking asshole. Right. I mean, come yeah. on. So oh, yeah. I, we get it. You, you went to England. Oh, sorry. Great Britain. <laughs> as you probably call it, for two weeks and picked up some stuff or watched Luther or some <laughs> other shit. But fucking cool your jets. It's the same way when people go on vacation to the South for a week and then they come back, they're like, y'all, okay, we got it. 10-4. I love my sister Janine with all my heart, but she has been trying to force y'all for like mm -hmm. 11 years. I don't know where the fuck it came from. I don't know if she went to South Carolina for eight days and never told me about it, but she will sh throw y'all in and she's got a Minnesota accent all the way until she hits y'all. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, I think they should be allowed to shoot people for stuff like that. It's, it's really, yeah. I've had a friend who's was dating a girl from the South and he goes, it's just so sexy when she says y'all, I love, I love when she says y'all, it's always sexy. I say, well, not always imagine this scenario. <laughs> Are y'all done fucking me? I mean, that's, that's a, y'all is a contraction for you all. So that's, that is way too many people. It's real sexy until she goes, y'all need to put your pants on. My boyfriend's going to be here in yeah, eight minutes. Exactly. Well, there must be one guy in there. No, no, no. It's y'all of them. It's y'all of the guys. <laughs> and uh, also, it's such a stupid thing when men refer or even women refer to an accent as sexy. It's not. The people who the like the bodies that the accent comes out of is sexy. Because I promise you, if you see some 380 pound former high school offensive lineman, you know, right. walk in and speak French. You're not going to be like, I'm, I need to change pants. That is some hot. Yeah, it's Ex exactly. You, you see some guy who has fucking grease from his McDonald's triple burger on his <laughs> right tit. And he comes in and goes, all right, all right, all right. There's no way you're going to start finger blasting yourself like you do when you hear McConaughey do it. <laughs> Cut the shit. Now, hey, I got to tell you a story about the South. Okay. I went to Birmingham, Alabama one time. A bit there. Live stand-up comedy. Was it and the I, Stardome? It was. Look at and us. And I was, I was it's so bored. like we bored. do the same job. <laughs> yeah. I was so bored that I walked three miles uh, in with no sidewalks. I just want you to know that. I was on mm -hmm. the curb dancing around traffic. But I walked to this mall, and when I got there... 
something unusual I'd see. There's a, a billiards and ping pong store. Billiards and ping pong. Interesting. Okay? So okay. right outside of the store where the kiosks are, there was a ping pong table and it said for $5, you get three serves, like, like they serve it to you with an automatic server. Okay. And then you have to hit basically these little, they looked like lily pads, but they were sensors on the other side of the table. And if you hit all three, you got an hour of free time on the ping pong table in the store. So it's like a carnival game. That yes. you can win yes. to get the privilege to be in the ping pong club indoors. Yes, exactly. I fucking love it. So I put $5 down, complete disaster, not even close. Then I, okay. here's how I, you know, I'm glad you brought up carnival games because this is exactly how my brain works. It's like, well, fuck that. I can do better this time. Absolutely. So I put five bucks down. I hit two and I think this next one's got to be it end up getting lucky. I hit three. Now, when you hit three, I didn't know this, all the local ping pong players who have been lurking around like FBI agents, like sitting on a bench <laughs> with a newspaper and shit. Like it's just, a sting. Yes. They get up because now they know this person that's by himself has an hour of free ping pong table. And so they want to come in and play you. Oh, interesting. So I go in and I'm talking, when I say ping pong players, I'm talking, they have like a briefcase with ping pong paddles in it where it's like, there's a fucking combination lock and shit on it. Guys who are divorced. Yeah. And all the combinations are zero, six, nine, every single one of them. And so they pop it open and they're sitting and I'm, I'm on right. And you play to okay. 11, play to 11. Cause that's like official rules. And I'm killing these guys. Then this guy walks in and he has an oddity about him. And I can't tell what it is right away until he takes his coat off. One arm is way longer than the other arm. <laughs> it looks like just to give you just to paint a picture. It looks like somebody pulled on a hoodie string just on one <laughs> side and then the other one went up or it looks like you know what it looks like. It looks like his mom. He was like, I want this. I want this. I want this. And his mom grabbed his arm to pull him out of the store. And it just fucking it just pulled went. the arm through the other side. Now, is it is it musclier or is, is this no. a gangly guy? It's just so he's, it, well, he's no, just got a he, was, dangle he was short arm. and stocky, but just he had one arm by his knee and one arm up by his hip where he was like, I have two guns. <laughs> and I'm going to, I could draw one for my hip, one for my knee if I need to. <laughs> and so he starts playing me and I think, well, this fucking guy he starts playing me. And I don't know how else to say this, but he starts playing me with his short arm. <laughs> and I am up six zero on this dude. And then he spins the paddle. He spins the paddle on the table and then grabs the paddle that's still spinning with his <laughs> oh, no. longer arm. No. Yes. And he, have you ever seen a cartoon octopus where they're like wrapping a present and baking and getting ready for like a birthday <laughs> and they're doing all yeah. of it? That's what yeah. his fucking long arm looked like. He destroyed me. I was up six, nothing. I lost 11, six. He Kaiser Soze'd the shit out of me where I just, it was unfucking believable And, and... He said, good game, y'all. That's what he said to me. 
<laughs> he's like some Alabama carnival version of Larry Bird. Which yeah, yes, Larry Bird would play with his left hand just to be a dick, and then he'd switch to his good hand. Yeah, absolutely. It was un, it was the craziest shit in the world. I I loved it. I mean, I laughed the entire way home against traffic, walking back to the hotel. Do you? Yeah, I mean that that's the sort of thing where how great. It, I just wish professional ping pong had like a giant following because there's no way that guy's not a superstar on a nearly hilarious level absolutely and and if i'm his coach i bring him out in a robe with no arms it's just a robe that hangs over him completely <laughs> like a pac-man like ghost. a shawl yeah yeah like it looks like a pac-man ghost and then he comes out and we take the robe off and people are like jesus christ his arms are different lengths and then he starts with the short arm and then spins it and fling, 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 and, and the f he is a superstar within superstar. seconds. Superstar. Superstar, absolutely. You know, when I when you said speaking of accents, and then you started telling a stand-up stand-up comedy story. Yeah. Uh, it sent my brain to this place. Uh, as you know, my first stand-up comedy album is called Love Sick in Toledo. Sure. And it's called that because I once spent a very rough week in the city of Toledo, Ohio, performing stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of tell part of that story. I've never told anybody how that week culminated. Mm -hmm. So I am the feature act all okay. week, right? And I am dying on stage on a level that is almost not comparable to any other point. I don't know why Toledo, I, it just doesn't work. They do not like me. And I'm doing the same. No, I, let me tell you, I've had the same uh, experience in Toledo. Joe List, very funny comedian, Tuesdays with Stories podcast with uh, Mark, Norman. Norman, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, two very funny guys. Joe List buried me in Toledo. So I went after him. But he yeah. buried me to the point where, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that have opened for me have heard, hey, we liked you better. You should have been the last guy or whatever. Yeah. But Joe List buried me so badly. It was <laughs> the craziest shit I've ever dealt with. And Joe has a great new special on YouTube. It's called I Hate oh, Myself. It's so good. And you should definitely watch it. But anyway, uh, okay, so you're in Toledo and you're eating shit. It's really good. So yeah, I'm, I'm eating shit and I'm doing that thing that I do where I'm not going to change. I'm not going to adapt <laughs> right. my material to the city of Toledo. I'm just going to struggle all week and I'm right. getting madder and madder. And it is the Saturday late show. And I used to have this joke about the Baconator, Burger King's sure. Baconator no, sandwich. you don't have to tell me. And um, it was a pretty mean joke. And it was pretty mean towards people who aren't like kind of fat, but are like, dude, that's too much. You're too much. You shouldn't eat the Baconator. It's too much. <laughs> and uh, I did that. And after my set, I was sitting out near where they have a popcorn machine in the old connections there. And I'm sitting kind of behind the popcorn machine, just eating popcorn like, like a failure. And this woman comes out and complains to the manager of the club in earshot of me and calls me a racist. And she goes, that comedian is racist. And I peek around the corner with my popcorn. I go, what was racist about it? She goes, your Burger King joke. Your Burger King joke was racist. I go, no, nope, uh, it was about fat people like you. 
I don't like people like you. So if you'd like to complain and get me fired because I weight shamed you, that is... And and by the way, I'm not proud of this moment. This is one of the moments that I had to reflect on myself and be like, Cy, you're a little angry on stage. Maybe we need to peel that back a bit. But also, if you cannot tell the difference between racism and and, uh, like weight shaming, maybe it's because you got too much fucking fat dough rolling around in your big dumb brain. So eat my ass, lady in Toledo, if you're listening to this. So I... To be fair, can I say something? She probably would. Absolutely. Without (laughs) question. I think a lot of ass eating goes on in Toledo. (laughs) So... The baseball team's called the Mud Hens, for Christ's sake. (laughs) So I... Uh, I am at a breaking point, um, after that show, I go home and I come back the next night and I was Mark Poolholz, uh, a, a friend of ours, uh, somebody mm-hmm. we both have known a long yep. time was the headliner. And so I go up on the Sunday show and I decide to do the entire set in a Southern accent, the oh, literal, yes. the literal exact set. And I couldn't in 30 minutes have gotten less than eight applause breaks. Word for word, the same, wow. but it was me going like, if you're going to go get a Baconator at Burger King, maybe you ought to shake a freaking do like same exact <laughs> shit. And then I met people afterwards still in the Southern <laughs> accent. And then I drove 10 hours home to Minnesota and almost quit comedy. That's fantastic, though. Yes. I, lo- I absolutely love that that happened. I, I am a person who thinks weight shaming sucks. Like, and I'm not trying to do a politician speech here, but I was a 25 year old kid with a mean joke about a Burger King sandwich. And then I flipped out on a fat lady, but I, I think weight shaming sucks. And, uh, so I don't want to like, well, I'd like to hop in here and defend you a little bit. When you're getting called a racist, you're happy to knock it down to fat shaming. Absolutely. When that's when that's what it is. I mean, that's like somebody going, he he homicided somebody. And you're like, lady, I murdered two of them. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Cut the shit. (laughs) I just I think, you know, everybody's built different and everybody struggles with different shit. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. I I mean, I'm perfect. Speaking of, I had (laughs) listen to this. My niece and nephews came to my house. Now, okay. I don't know if you've listened, been a fan of the podcast for a while and you've been listening for a while, but the last time they came at the end of May, I took these kids downtown with shit talking and I yep. need to, I need to reevaluate <clears throat> my thoughts about this. Okay. Because what I did is I had my niece first, just my niece. Then I had my nephews after that, just my nephews. The mom, my sister didn't get to come. Their mom couldn't come because a lot of times what happens is when we're both here, I will say, no, go pick that up. And they'll go, mom, go pick it up. And it's like when her mom, when their mom's not here, they fucking listen. It was so fantastic. And what was really cool is I got to deal with them both, not individually because the twins were here at the same time, but I did get to deal with them without the other age around, which was really amazing and really concentrate on the likes of that individual. For example, my niece was here. We had a spa day, chatty daddy salon. Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming to chatty daddy salon. It's very nice here. Uh, so I saw your Instagram picture. You had pink hair, which I would probably call a warmy. It looked like that's what that hairstyle would be called. (laughs) Yeah. We dyed our hair pink and, uh, 
Here's a little side note. We went in, Olivia was here as well, and she dyed her hair pink, and we went in to eat at a restaurant, and there were three ladies sitting around. Uh, We were out on the deck, and we walked in with pink hair, and one of the ladies goes, I love your hair so much. It's so nice. So what's happening? And I just go, well, I did it first, and then uh, they lost a bet, so they had to do it just Mm -hmm. to kind of break the tension with the groups. And then this lady, um, she goes, ooh, interesting way that you're talking, how you're how you're giving them the credit. And I, I would have thought it was reversed. And she goes, do you know what your love language is? That's what she asked me. She goes, do you know what your love language is? And I have to tell this is you. This is just a stranger? This is a stranger. Mind and your I, own fucking business. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. So I said English. Because I thought it was what makes. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was like what language do you know how to say I love you in the most or the easiest or whatever? So, um, but that's what I thought, right? I've told you the story on the phone and that is what I thought. Now cut forward. I was looking for a book because I have a friend whose wife has never read old man in the sea and that's my favorite book. So I was going to find her a copy I have a fucking book called the five love languages and it has to have been from marriage counseling. Yeah. I was just going to say it has to have been, I don't know where else I would have gotten it. (laughs) That's a divorce era book. If I've ever heard one before. So I think I just put it out of my head where it's like, after I got divorced, I don't need any fucking love languages. And then just completely, (laughs) completely forgot about it. Um, all right. So that side note, let me go back. Wait, did you, do you know what your love language is? Did you go through them? I don't even know what they are. Okay. Well, that'll be enough. That's for another day. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I can't even remember what they are. Um, so I, I, I do know for a fact that the third one is getting jerked off while someone's wearing a a snowmobile glove. (laughs) I could see why they'd put that right in the middle. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my niece is here. We're drawing. We, we have this game called Shut the Box. It's a dice game where you roll dice and then you... Shut the box. Yeah, you close Shut numbers. Shut the box from <laughs> you, the movie. You, it's what's in the box, but I'll, I'll let it slide. I'm worthless. Keep so going. So you, you close Today the numbers. specifically. <laughs> and it was just a fun, fun time. Mm-hmm. Then the boys came and uh, they were listening. We went and hit range balls. We went and fished. We went swimming. Ton of fun. So here's what I think. I think that I put certain expectations on people. And when they do not rise to those expectations, I get I get upset and I think they're fuckwads. It's like, why can't you meet me where I think you should be? Which is very selfish on my part. Yeah. What I've noticed about these three kids is they are like these little... These little symphonies on their own, these beautiful musical symphonies. But when you have them all together and play them loudly, they suck shit. (laughs) It's the worst. So I would like to tell you a story about my niece and then, and then I'm going to read out some of the things that I heard my nephew say when they were here. Okay. That was a hell of a backstory. Okay. Well, here we go. Okay. (laughs) My niece... Scared the shit out of both my daughter and I, because okay. I got her this cat hoodie that is way too big for her. So it would, it would be perfect for the guy with two different length arms because it would be 
Like I said, just a robe that hangs down and you can't tell what's going on underneath it. But there's also a hood that is too big for her head with little cat ears. Okay. So <clears throat> the first night she's here, she goes into Olivia's bedroom and she just like Olivia realizes she's making noises and she's scratching the wall to try to wake Yikes. up Olivia. So Olivia wakes up and she's scratching the wall, but her head is down and Olivia goes, what are you doing? And then she slowly puts her head up just so you can see her eyes and goes, can I lay with you? What a fucking psychopath. What a creep. I know. The next night after I hear this story, I don't hear anything when I'm sleeping, but Poe hears everything. So Poe, my dog, wakes up mm -hmm. and he goes to the stairs and he's looking down the stairs. So I'm like, what are you looking at? And I get up and I finally turn the corner. It's old creepy ass. <laughs> with her cat hoodie looking down and I go, what's happening? And she looks up, she goes, I'm scared. Like really weird, like children of the corn shit. I'm scared. And so I do what I think is going to be awesome. And I use my Elmo voice, which the two boys love. I say, see there, why are you scared? You don't have to be scared. Elmo's here. Right. I do that. Yeah. And I think she's now, I think she's laughing hysterically and she falls down and I go, I'm so good at this goddamn act or this, this impersonation that she's falling down laughing. Nope. She's bawling. So I run downstairs and I continue to use the voice. I go, see there, why are you crying? Elmo's here. You don't have to cry. Everything's okay. So you, and she's, so you terrified a child in the middle of the night and then oh, doubled down? I know. I didn't know I terrified her with the voice. It turns out her brothers think that voice is the funniest voice in the world. The only thing she's scared of is Elmo. That's oh, it. Oh, no. So she is right now on a couch somewhere talking to a therapist, I bet you. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, she, she sounds like you're going to meet her fiance in 20 years and find out he's a mascot. <laughs> it was the craziest shit in the world. Um, all right. Now we go to the boys. Now, the boys the are twins, twins, and the boys have... For those of you that haven't listened, they, they're the Wiener High Five twins. Yes. Uh, sometimes when they get, take a bath and their mom is chasing them around the house, they will meet uh, and they will uh, Wiener High Five. Smack wieners. Smack and wieners. Wiener high and then five. run in different directions so their mom can never catch them. Yep. Which is, they got to get cameras Incredibly in that house. Incredibly funny. Incredibly I know, funny. Just to think yeah. about. So here is what... Uh, my nephew said to me, I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm not going to. Okay, here we go. Uh, my sweat tastes like sweat. <laughs> That's what one of them said. We were outside on a very humid day and he licked his arm and goes, my sweat tastes like sweat. I was like, all right, I think that's pretty good. I think that's a good thing if your sweat's tasting like sweat because it's sweat. All right, here's another one. <clears throat> and this, he was mad at me for this one. Because I said, what are you doing? And he said, nothing. Or, and I said, what are you thinking about? And he goes, nothing. And I go, all right. And I stopped. And then he came up to me five minutes later and he goes, just because I said nothing when you asked what I was thinking about doesn't mean I'm not smart because I me-number every stuff. <laughs> he me-numbers every stuff <laughs> as a way to prove him, <laughs> prove him to be a very intelligent boy. was <laughs> very funny to me. Here's another one. Sour stuff is like eating tons of knives. 
Oh, that's that, that's not bad. That's that's a pretty good one, especially g- young kids that have underdeveloped yeah. taste buds. So sour sour stuff can be hard for them. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you so bad that you lose. It's like yeah, no shit. These are very <laughs> like fucking Captain Obvious things. This one made me laugh so hard that I almost fell down, but I was actually laughing. One of them ran up to me, and goes, "I stubbed my toe, and now my wiener doesn't hurt." <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how it works. A new pain will take the old pain away. I think the follow-up to that is, that is great. Can I ask you a question? What's going on with the wiener, bud? <laughs> nope. You high-fiving nope. too hard? You don't think that there's a concern there? I think <laughs> there's a concern there. Not for an uncle, for a mom when they get home, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose. You don't want him going home. How was the week with Uncle Chad? It was good. I remembered stuff. He asked me about my wiener. He did the Elmo voice. She's like, wait, what, what the fuck? What was number two? What was, could you go back to fuck number two again? <laughs> this one uh, was interesting. So I, I need everybody to, to listen to the entire thing before they make any judgments on it. Okay. okay. I walked into the room. One of them peeked over the couch and said, Iron Man is a retard. Okay. Okay. So I said, nope, you need to go in timeout. So we do timeouts in increments, and he was up to a 20-minute timeout. Oh, boy. Because there's no resetting. Like you have, we start off at one minute, and then it grows exponentially. So he was not necessarily exponentially, but enough. So he goes for a 20-minute timeout. And I go, all right. What if it did? What if, hold on, I I know I'm interrupting and ruining the show, but what if it did? What if it did grow exponentially? And just (laughs) 11 years from now, you just have one of your nephews in a cage on on your property (laughs) and somebody finally arrests you and lets him out. Like, what did you do? He goes, I I called Iron Man a retard. Yeah, I mean, it resets when they come back, to be fair. But just to let you guys know how exponential growth how ridiculous it is. If you bet $2 on a golf hole and you play 17 holes and tie all of those holes, you will be playing the 18th hole for $132,000. That's incredible. Because it goes from 2 to 4, 4 to 8, 8 to 16, 16 to 32, 64, and it goes and the sep- times 17 to the 17th power is 132 and some odd dollars. 132,000 some odd dollars. Is, is that right? I promise you. Because I've checked because okay. I play that game and I'm like, we can't tie the whole time. I don't want to do that. I'm a big math guy and that seems... Okay. Keep going. So he says, Iron Man is a reach. I put him in the timeout and I go in after 20 minutes and I go, hey, you can't use that word. And he goes, what word? And I go, the word that starts with R. And he goes, I... I didn't say any words that start with R. And I said, okay, what did you say? And I, he said, I turned around to tell you that Iron Man has a weak heart. So I had him in 20 minutes of timeout because I have old man hearing. And also fucking spit your fruit snacks out when you're going to say something like that, if it's going to be that close. But still, it was my fault. I'm taking responsibility for it. Um. Sp- let me tell you one more thing before you go. Okay. Uh, so it was my, we had last week off, yep. but it was, it was recently my birthday. True. And my wife, who is very good at gifts, generally. Um, oh, generally. <laughs> generally. I can't wait. 
She is very good at gifts. And I feel like I've already revealed too many elderly women things about me, but mm -hmm. I'm going to continue down this path. Uh, I like a nice foot rub and I like a, I like a nice hot foot bath. And she bought me one of those massaging foot baths. Oh, nice. And that was a big win for me. That was a well, big and, and win for everybody me. that's been listening from the beginning knows that the only things about you are elderly women things. Yeah, that's fair. So it's not like a surprise. So there was a second gift. Okay. And I opened it and it was a calendar. Oh, and that's I was nice. like, is it nice? I thought, what's this, a reminder of how much longer we're going to be trapped in a house with just the two of us? <laughs> Why would you get me something like this? And uh, one thing that I love about Jenna is she is into self-improvement. Yep. She is very focused on herself and evolving. And that's a thing that we have in common. And it's a way that we both view our relationship. And I, I love it. I really support it. I think it's great. And I think she's very impressive for that reason. Um, she basically with this calendar, this was a self-improvement gift, which is oh. fucking bullshit. We don't do that for birthdays. Birthdays are for foot baths and warmies. Yeah, okay? they're for selfish shit. Yep. They're for selfish shit. And so what she was pitching with this calendar is, and it's like a cognitive behavioral exercise, you know, because we both have gotten a little negative at times during the pandemic. Sure. It's natural. So on the calendar, and I'm, she read this somewhere, she's like, at the end of each day, we both go to the calendar and we put either a smiley face or a frowny face on the calendar based upon how we feel the other person behave like in terms of negativity oh you grade the other person you grade the other person oh. <laughs> and then and then when you're done with that you also have to say one thing that you really appreciated about that person that day and i get it you know it's it's cognitive behavior if you have to always say a nice thing you're going to be looking for nice things and if you're worried about negativity you're going to be being positive i understand how you know, it's like a, you and I have always talked about, um, the, uh, the positivity journals. What my mind yeah, is like the gratitude. Yeah. Like gratitude so journal. when you. I go to sleep, I write three things down that I'm grateful for during the day. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think about them and then that's the first thing I think about when I wake up, because when you're looking for those three things throughout the day, you don't let the negative shit seep in because you're not looking for that. You're looking for things for your list only. Yes. And so that's a pub. Yeah, that, that's helped me a ton. And you would think that would work, but every, and I'm looking at the calendar right fucking now. It's <laughs> right on the other side. Every Sounds time like I look a at funny it, face. I just become furious at the idea that it was a birthday gift. And I just, I don't like it. I, I've started calling it to her. I've started calling it our infidelity calendar because I think you can only look at a frowny face so many days in a row before you're like, I'll give you a smiley face, you know, and then somebody's inside you. Like it can only, it only, so it's also a really weird, like Roman M because when you draw a smiley or frowny face, the eyes are always the same. Sure. So you start the eyes and I just have to sit there and wait for her to pass judgment on me like I'm in the fucking Coliseum and <laughs> let him live, let him live. So we'll see how it goes. We are very, we are, 
we are just a few days into it and okay. i both make fun of it a lot and criticize it a lot and then often whenever she does something throughout the day i go ooh putting that frowny putting that smiley face in jeopardy aren't you putting that smiley yeah, face in jeopardy dangle that she, shit so it's i don't know that it's going to end well but i will keep you updated on it what uh so you're a few days in how many smiley faces do you have no comment cuz it's zero it's i will say it's not a lot <laughs> um i have to go but first We've got some announcements. Oh, we do have some announcements. We do. Do you want me to do them? Certainly. Okay. Here's the cool thing about announcements. We're going to give them to you guys. And I think two to three of them. We'll do two to three of them. I don't know what I'm saying. The point is, <laughs> I think they're, we're really excited about them. A couple of them are a ways off, but I think you're going to be psyched. A lot of people who listen to this show... Uh, know that we are both good friends with Dan Cummins. We've known it's him true. a really long time. He has a very famous podcast called Time Suck. Uh, we've performed with each other on shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we have finally decided we are going to do a crossover event with Dan Cummins. He's coming here. We're going to do a middle of Time Suck. We're going to do an, an extra long, giant episode it's probably going to be the very beginning of November because he's got a bunch of responsibilities. We got a bunch of shit, but start getting psyched. We're bringing Dan Cummins over for a big, for a big crossover. That's one. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's one. That's one out of three. Uh, number two is we are joining a new network. Yes, we are. We are joining the laugh button. Right. Which has podcasts uh, by people we really like, like Joe List and Greg Warren, and uh, Rad Dudecast from Anthony DeVito and his yep. buddies. Yeah, so, so many that's, more. That's starting in September, right? September 14th, we're going to move over to Laugh Button. And then, uh, you know, we very intentionally have not put ads on this show. Uh, we have not, you know, when we sold the Uncle Ronnie shirts, we we didn't really care about making any money on it. And you guys have been so great. I We both get a lot of messages like, hey, will you guys do extra episodes? When are you going to start a Patreon? When are you going to do this? We wanted to get to a point where the show was really off and rolling. And we feel like we can actually give you something on Patreon that's of value. Right. right. And so here's our goal. We are going to plan to launch a Patreon at the end of this year, December, January time. Uh, it's at the very least, it's going to be an extra episode every single week. We already have a ton of cool ideas for extra content uh, as a fun tease. I right. bet you guys didn't know this, but Chad has an album that nobody's ever heard from like 50 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and we may or may not be playing each track and doing a recap of the joke and trying to rewrite it on episodes. So we're going we're gonna to have giveaways. We're going to do a, a bunch of fun shit. And, uh, you know, I know you guys have been patient with that and, uh, we are working towards that as well. I and hope it's only going to be $10,000 a month per person to join no, the that's Patreon. Just per person. Per, per person. Yeah. But the so cool thing fine. is if you're married to someone and you both love the show, it's $5,000 a person. Divide it by two. And Hey, people in Utah, you divide it by whatever the fuck you're doing out there. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.